greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast and a very happy Easter to you all. Do please leave a comment or a like. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details of how to do so in the accompanying text. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with you all as our worship begins. A very warm welcome to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this, the Sunday after Ascension Day. Wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him through our Lord Jesus Christ, our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require, Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, 
We have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament lesson is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 44, beginning at the first verse. Yet now hear, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus saith the Lord that made thee, and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and thou, Jerusalem, who I have chosen. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thine offering. And they shall spring up as among the grass, as willows by the watercourses. One shall say, I am the Lord's, and another shall call himself by the name of Jacob, and another shall subscribe with his hand unto the Lord, and surname himself by the name of Israel. Thus saith the Lord the King of Israel, and has re his Redeemer the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. And who, as I, shall call, and shall declare it, and set it in order for me, since I appointed the ancient people? And these things that are coming, and shall come, let them show unto them. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have I not told thee from that time, and have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament lesson is written in the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4, beginning at the seventh verse. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascendeth, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far beyond all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence she shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. O God, the King of glory, 
who hast exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven. We beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Spirit to comfort us and exalt us unto the same place whither our Saviour Christ is gone before, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. During my days as a theological college lecturer, there was a particular intake of students one year 
that for me was particularly memorable and for a slightly unexpected reason. They were a small group, about 10 in number. We were a fairly small course. And they were very diverse in terms of their ages, their backgrounds, and their church traditions. What was unusual about them was that, bizarrely and by pure chance, every single one of them was living with some form of disability or impairment. In some cases, this was very obvious. In others, much more hidden. One student was in a wheelchair, suffering from a rare form of muscular dystrophy. Another had been profoundly deaf since birth. Another of them struggled with dyslexia. Yet another had a very marked stammer. Yet another suffered, suffered from early onset arthritis. And so it went on. And perhaps it was because they were so aware of their own limitations that the members of that particular group seemed to be unusually good at supporting one another, generally in a very quiet and understated and unself-conscious way. Nobody suggested to them that they should do this. It just happened. They just did it. So, for example... I would observe the man with the stammer help a student with mobility problems to the altar to receive communion. I discovered that the student who used a wheelchair was providing tremendous help and encouragement to the student who was dyslexic, who was finding the academic work quite a challenge for that reason. On one occasion... A visiting lecturer brought in an audio recording for the students to listen to, which, of course, was hopeless for the woman who was profoundly deaf. But without a second thought, the dyslexic student spotted the problem, positioned herself directly opposite the woman who was deaf, and mouthed to her the entire content of the recording as it was played so that she could follow it by lip-reading. I was both touched but also quite profoundly affected to see this ordinary and in conventional terms rather challenged group of human beings ministering to one another's needs in such a low-key but wholly genuine way. Indeed, one member of the group said to me at the end of their first year together, do you know, I came here feeling very self-conscious about my own inadequacy because there are certain tasks that I find it very difficult to do. But as a group, we have so many complementary strengths that we actually make up for one another's weaknesses. At the time, I felt that I was observing all of this very much as an onlooker, in the sense that I regarded myself as entirely hale and hearty and in perfect health. However, as I was soon to discover... I was, in fact, as we all are, merely TAB, temporarily able-bodied, because it was not long after that that over a period of about five years, I lost a very significant amount of my own hearing. Many people have no idea that I'm deaf, because thanks to a combination of very discreet state-of-the-art hearing aids, lip-reading and guesswork, I'm normally able to live a completely ordinary and normal life most of the time. However, as my close friends and family are aware, there are some contexts where the acoustic or the sight lines are difficult, or where an unfamiliar person speaks very unclearly, where I can't manage without an interpreter. And at those moments, I become very aware of my own dependency. And in a culture that values self-reliance so highly, that can be a hard reality to grasp. Seeing that, that group of theological students working together suddenly brought to life for me that passage that we heard from Ephesians a moment ago, in which we hear of the different gifts and callings given to different people. The point being that we can all work together 
for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And the whole body, the whole body of Christ being held together through the unity of love. And that is so true of all of us too, certainly here at St. Bride's. As the community of Christ in this place, we are charged not merely to love one another, but also to recognize our need of one another, which is why a true community is so much more than simply the sum of the individual human lives within it. But the real significance of this goes far beyond merely the need for us to make up for one another's inadequacies, because in offering our gifts, supported by one another, supported by the love of God, held together by that love, we receive as well as give. There's a wonderful poem by Roy Croft, which, although its focus is specifically romantic love, nevertheless, I feel it speaks to all kinds of love in its own way. He wrote this. I love you not only for what you are, but for what I am when I am with you. I love you not only for what you have made of yourself, but for what you are making of me. When we know that we are loved, really loved, when we know that we are completely and utterly and unconditionally loved by God, then we begin to discover who we truly are. We begin to discover new and better things about ourselves. We begin to discover that we are capable of new and better things. And if we are able to do that for one another, frail and fallen and weak and challenged and temporarily able-bodied human beings that we all are, how much more true that is of the love of God, a God who calls us in love and compassion to the fullness of life that can and should be ours to enjoy. And thanks be to God for that. Amen.
Let us pray. God of love, your spirit extends beyond all boundaries to encompass the whole world. Unite all who share your name as members of the same family of faith. May your church be one as you are one. We pray for Alison, our rector, and for all who serve this community of St. Bride. We pray for Sarah, our bishop, and also today for the United Church of South India, for Dharmaraj Rasalam, moderator and bishop of South Kerala, also for the Latvian Church abroad, and for its archbishop, Luma Jusevika. In our own diocese, we pray for the Hampton Deanery, for Tim Garrett, area dean, and for the Deanery Synod and its staff. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. God of love, your spirit breaks restrictions of nationality, race and language. Unite all people as members of the same human family. Strengthen all who foster and seek peace. We ask for your blessing on our Queen and government and the leaders of the nations. We continue to pray for peace in Ukraine and for all those areas of the world where there is conflict. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. God of love, your spirit calls us together as friends and neighbours. Give us concern for the needs of all in our community. Expand our compassion beyond personal networks and affiliations. We pray for refugees around the world and for all who serve those in need in this city and around the world. We continue to pray also for journalists and especially those in harm's way in the course of their work. Lord, in thy mercy, Hear our prayer. God of love, your spirit draws us to abide in your love. Hold in your embrace all who are ill or at the limits of their endurance. We remember before you those in our parish community in this city and around the world who are in need at this time. We remember any others known to us and all who suffer in body, mind or spirit. Complete within us all your joy. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. God of love, your spirit breathes life into your creation. In your Son, Give new life to all who have died. We remember before you all the recently departed and those whose year's mind comes at this time. Rest eternal grant unto them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. Bring us through the waters of death to the life eternal. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We commend ourselves and all for whom we have prayed to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept, accept these, these prayers, prayers for the, for sake, the sake of thy Son, our, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Amen.
the peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always.